This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in Football Friday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams, Danny Bailey in on his usual Friday spot, the co-host of the podcast. He produces the product as well. And Danny, um, you know, shoot, I did the radio show today. And I'm glad we did the radio show before the podcast because it got to a point where, like, I was just, like, I'm angry. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. A couple weeks ago, I was sad. Yeah. I've had, the, like, the real kind of feelings of, like, this team's not really going anywhere. And then last week after the Raiders lost, where there's so much quit out there, I just, it was it was, like, hollow. You know, it was, like, emotionless. It was just, like... Um, I, I I think I let go of some of the pain already of my belief of like where this season and team was going. This here is just like you know we were, I, we kept going beep beep the like the beep like the the, the season was on life support yeah. that plug has been pulled, just yanked out of the wall. You know to separate our the money up from the grandpa. Mm-hmm. Where's my share? Yeah, you said it on yesterday's podcast. Uh, this team is looking a little more like seven and ten, six and eleven. You could feel it. I would go as far to say this could be a five and twelve football wow. team when it's all said and done. Well, I, you know, with the wins that we thought were the Bengals, uh, the, the Philly, the Lions, we thought those were cupcake wins. Now yeah. those teams are better than us, a couple in cases, and in, in you Bengals know, for sure, and yeah. the Lions almost are are, are equal. Lions are so desperate. Yeah, they're, they're truly desperate. They got a, a, a first year head coach. Yep. So this is part of the, kind of the process for them. But they're going to go kind of put it together on some weeks, probably against the Broncos. But it's like a podcast. Like here, here's what I think: if we're going to call the podcast something, um, it's one of the worst losses in Broncos regular season franchise history. One of the top twenty five. Because there's been tons throughout the years that you lost it, missed the playoffs. You lost one that would have gave you home field. You mm-hmm. lost one that you're trying to establish yourself. You know, a couple Shanahan years where there are 500 teams. You win one or two games different. You uh, make the playoffs with Cutler and Brandon Marshall. Just different things like that. So while it's not one of the 10 worst, it's one of the 25. Because the magnitude of the loss, the significance of the loss, and the true, like... Um, solidification of we're shit again. We're not going anywhere. We're down again, as down, down as an NFL franchise could be other than maybe what Jacksonville's going through. And um, that's it. Like, book it in the books. It's, 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 there's no coming back from this. You said they're a five or six win team. To, for them to win seven games, I would think, damn, how they win seven games. Yeah, because the first three, you know, they won those first three. So it's frustrating they even won those first three games a little bit. Yeah, the false hope that it gave to Broncos fans everywhere is it's disappointing. But I mean, that's it's more of a defeated feeling. Like you said, I'm not mad anymore. I'm just I feel sad anymore. I'm, oh, you're mad. I am mad. Not I'm sad. not sad anymore. Okay. It's like the mad, but I'm, mad, I'm not even mad. It's more like I'm embarrassed. I'm frustrated. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like the realization of we're not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. Especially um, when there's no news this morning that there have been. They pushed back the press fired. conferences for an hour. Yeah. So I thought that might be, you know, the news of. I think someone gets fired, but it's not Fangio or Shermer. It's like McMahon. 
it's like, oh, they're to appease the fan base. Here's a little scrap. <laughs> you know what I mean? For real. Yeah. And then they'll That's clean, not that firing should have happened two years ago. That's they'll clean I don't house care at the end that. of the regular season. They're talking, well, if we win this game against Washington, we're four and four. And maybe a player that's what they're telling themselves, okay? But also it's like when you're so far into the forest, you can't see the trees type yeah. of stuff. Yeah. What else are they going to fucking say? They're all paid to do, you know, it's like they're all in. There's no getting out. There's no escaping. Yeah, they're doing the song and dance. You know what I mean? If you're one of the coaches, if you're George Payton, if you're Elway, if I said if I'm Elway, I'd just like resign. I'm not helping the team and I also want to disassociate myself from this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Type of stuff. Uh, depending on how much actual say or say he, you know, that he has or doesn't have anymore. But we had a dude um, call on the show today, the radio show from California. His name was Terry, okay? He was a great caller. I hope he calls again. And he was just saying, like, this is such a low point in the franchise's history um, that he's 46, okay? I'm in my late 30s, okay? I'm going to stay in my late 30s for a few more years, even if biologically and technically I go, get into 40. I'm still going to keep saying 37, yeah. 38, you know. Um, but through the, my lifetime, I was born in 1982, okay? L.A. was a rookie in 82, 83, okay? That's the beginning. Um, Pat Bowen bought the team in 83 or 84 from Edgar Kaiser. And, he, you know, and ev- anything I've ever known when I was a kid was the Broncos winning AFC championships, Losing the Super Bowls, but just going out there and dominating the AFC, being great. That's all I've ever known. When I was in high school, they won back-to-back world championships. I mean, imagine that, you know? It's like I'm in high school, bro. Yeah. It's like, oof. It was it was something, you know? Imagine the tail I got out of that. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, you know, um, you go from Greasy to Plummer to Cutler to Tebow to Peyton. And even the Tebow color, uh, you know, plumber, all that was a fun ride, too. Yeah. What sounds better? Plumber, Cutler, Tebow, or Paxton, Keenum, and Flacco? Not close. It's not. It's not, not close. A, it's not even a question so, you should utter. For really. sure. So for even three guys who we thought was a low point in the high standards of Broncos history, Greasy, Plumber, Cutler, Tebow, to the shit show that they are now have been putting out there now. It's just truly embarrassing and disgraceful. And damn, how good was Pat Bolin? Yeah. How That's good the difference was in the Pat organization. Bolin? Yeah. This guy. No leadership. Well, I mean, like, from the legends of him... Do you know in there training with this guy's having the record on the stairmaster machine, not the record of the coaches and the guys not players, the record for all the players. He was freaking would go in there and bust his ass, and you know would serve as like a, a he'd give the t- the players anything they needed. He was fair to guys. Guys didn't hit bonuses for some reason. He'd pay those bonuses. Um, the um. The quality, the standard was unlike any other, and that he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's in the he's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Okay, um, and I'll tell you, the apple. Sometimes there's apple tree over by the house. Sometimes there's apples all the way down the street. Sometimes the apple falls very far from the tree. Oh yeah, you know how they say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Well, sometimes there's apples because the there's a little you never even see the hill, and it just rolls around. You know what I mean? Like, oh, these apples get down here. Oh yeah, from that tree down yeah. the street. That's the blood of the city, Johnny Football. 
okay, of yep. disgrace to his father's name. Not worth talking about because I think he's got a screw loose. And that's even like not PC to say anymore. He's just no. That's the it's a fact. It he is has a fact. Screw loose. And it's if like, you see him on Instagram Live, you see that oh the screws God. are very loose. So, <laughs> oh, the screws are loose. Um, so like whether Brittany Bolin has earned the right and worked for the team and worked for the league and went out there and got her a real job, did all the schooling that was required to meet the quote unquote standard of what it would take for the trust to give. Listen. It's it's a great idea. Listen, it certainly sounds charming. It's sweet to think that the Bolin family could own the Broncos forever, like the Roonies and the Maras and the Browns uh, who own the Bengals. You know, but the truth is, Pat Bolin's one of a kind, and we need a new owner who's not a kin or a son of a great man. We need another great man. Mm -hmm. I just made that up. Yeah, I no, just I love it. I mean, like, I love it again. It's I, spot on. I love the idea of the Bowen family owning the Broncos forever. But like, big picture, big picture, the next fifty years of Broncos football, thirty years of Broncos football picture, I want me a filthy rich. I don't know if I want Bezos. I mean, I like that he's kind of pompous and like you know thinks he's a cool rich guy and trying you know d divorce the uh, the one before and has got a you know, like he's going to space and the Wiener rocket the whole thing. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I could I, I don't Bezos wouldn't be my first choice, but a guy who's like willing to do anything. Guy who was, was Paul Brown with the Seahawks. Yep, rich you know computer guy, built that stadium, uh, put the right people in charge. Pete Carroll, it's like one of the greatest you know venues in the league. Um, spent all the money. Now that they're top flight, good, classy organization, top to bottom. You know what I mean? I want a guy like that who's going to come do that here. Take this entire brand to even a higher next kind of level. level. And um, that's it. The Bolin family's not capable of doing that. They're one of the poorest. They did, yeah. They're one of the poorest ownership groups in in the NFL. I mean, they enough to do whatever. They've always had enough money to do whatever they want to sign anybody, all that kind of stuff. But in terms of like the rich dudes that own teams and the values of franchises, now the Bolins are kind of poor owners. So to me, doesn't it feel like John Elway should own the Broncos? I mean, like it I'm does. Not, listen, yes. I'm not saying that's the right move. I think I'd like a Peyton-led group better. I think I'd leak a Peyton Manning ownership group better, okay? Yeah. But John Elway plays his football career for the Broncos, loses three Super Bowls in a, you know, despicable fashion, puts them over the top, uh, leaves the franchise. They're down again, comes back, revives the franchise, uh, lands the greatest free agent in the history of professional sports in Peyton Manning, puts the thing back on the mountaintop, does John Elway. And, you know, again, it's every like, – every, uh, you know, nothing in sports is forever. They're down, down right now. But wouldn't it be like the next step of the story of the Broncos and John Elway for John Elway to own the Broncos? Seems like a natural progression, yeah. It feels like the story that's like made for, you know, made for TV movie. Not a blockbuster, Hallmark. Mm -hmm. um, the dude who will play John Elway was a dude who do, uh, was um, in Mad Men. Um, you know John, John yeah. Ham, yeah, John Ham will play John Elway. Okay, I see. I got the whole thing put together. Okay, nice. I like it. I yeah, like it. because John Ham's like a bean star now. He's not, you know, yeah. Mad Men's over. Okay. You can't really find that same kind yeah. of magic. So that's it. 
It feels like that's, you know, I, I, give me Peyton Manning, the Manning family. Uh, I mean, like, uh, if there's like a, a an innovative, forward thinking, I, th- I call him one of the great statesmen and figures in the history of the NFL, the family no tradition. That's the, the Manning family, one of the Broncos. I'm in. I love yeah, that. Yeah, that would be huge. The Pat Bolin took the Broncos to the upper echelon of the NFL. And since his passing, he they have fallen very far. They're just another team. There, there's, I mean, for anyone who thinks that there's no direct correlation, it's you know, it's bunk. It's you know, yeah. But also, like Dmax runs out there. Oh, if they had an owner, if they had an owner, this and that. While that would be true, but any owner doesn't mean winning. Okay, the and right they, owner. And if yeah. they were winning, we wouldn't have this owner excuse because mm-hmm. franchises can win while ownership is in flux. You for know, sure. I mean, that can happen. That can happen. So. Um, I don't know how we got to this point. We'll call it the halfway point of the podcast. I want to talk yeah. about DraftKings. Um, they're a partner in this podcast. We still got a lot to talk about, and I love where the conversation's going. Um, but we're going to bet lots of money on the NFL this weekend in order to make ourselves feel better because, like, winning money is usually a pretty good recipe um, for, you know, feeling good about life and love. A few extra dollars in your pocket, anything's possible, right? Yeah, money can't buy happiness, but it can uh, buy things that can make you happy. I disagree. <laughs> I think money, would, lots of money, would make me plenty happy. Okay, oh, they say more money, more problems. I mean, I'm like, okay, I'd like to see that. I'd like to test those. <laughs> I'd like to test that theory myself. But DraftKings right now, um, they've changed their deal from last week, and this one, I don't know how long it's going to last, but I love this one here. Um, five dollars, you bet five dollars on any NFL game. This weekend, okay, uh, whether it's Thursday night, whether it's uh, Sunday night football, whether it's Monday night football, uh, do the DraftKings Sportsbook. And right now, that $5, if you win, will turn into $200 in free bets. Bet five hit. Um, it could be the most lopsided. It could be the Rams over the Lions, yeah. which is like a 17.5-point spread. Um, Rams win. You're going to get 10 bucks. <laughs> Your five is turning into 10 Plus, you're getting $200 in free bets. This one's a no-brainer. I love this one. Um, same game parlays, Danny Bailey. Uh, don't mention the numbers because I don't want people knowing about how rich I am. But I showed you on my phone here a same game parlay I hit. Okay, Incredible, yeah. It's one of the great hits in my life. Yeah. Um, these same game parlays, um, like no one does them. DraftKings does them. Go check them. I love um, all the opportunities of... Uh, I mean, whatever it is, anytime touchdown score, over passing yards. You like the under in the game, which we liked yesterday. And you like uh, Corton Sutton over 64 yards, which it was, you know, like, like again, four legs, 25, pays out three, 400 bucks, depending on who your anytime score is. Could turn to be a thousand bucks, 1500 yeah. bucks. If you take uh, Dawson uh, Knox, uh, you know, to, for, for the Bills to have anytime touchdown score type of stuff. So. DraftKings is unique. They're special. Um, I love them. Go do your business there and be a winner. We don't, you don't got to deposit thousands of bucks, uh, even hundreds of bucks, to get in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code MHS. That's important. MH, uh, use draft uh, promo code MHS. Uh, just $5 on any NFL game this week. $200 in free bets will show up into your account. Can't beat it. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, the Broncos. Here's what's wrong with the Broncos. Like everything, 
Um, if you're going to have a old one, like literally the oldest, second oldest head coach in the NFL and fan, is Fangio, I think, second or third, um, then I need like a hot shot young coordinator as my offensive coordinator. Absolutely. Not a retread. I mean, the definition of retread, run of the mill, has been, afterthought, failed. Failed, Pat Shermer. Um, it's like, it's the Broncos are living in the past of like what the future of the NFL is now. And it, it's like you could see it all over their all over their play. They're not creative. There's they're not deceptive. They're predictable. And predictable might work uh, if you can run predictable to perfection with Aaron Rodgers. Pre- you know, cuz you just can't stop great play sometimes. Predictable is a disaster when you got a quarterback who's um, a six on a scale of one to ten. Okay? And that's Teddy. A big heart. I love Teddy. I appreciate Teddy. I love Teddy's my backup here for the next five or six years. I don't want Teddy as my starter. I've moved on. Great guy to have in the locker room. No doubt about it. I'm done with Drew Locke. Um, I swear to God, I believe this in my heart. Start Brett Rippon. Because you're going against... A team who has a quarterback and Taylor Hineke, who was in the XFL. He had already failed out of the NFL, went and starred in a defunct league for the one team that, um, I think, you know, one, one of the couple teams that looked legit and had success, used that opportunity, and now he's the starter um, in Washington. And if they win that division or come back, and he's, you know, again, they, they don't get blown out in games. Um, they had their hands full last week against the Chiefs. Um, it's a perfect, again, you're going up against a guy who is just like your guy. Unsung, yeah. uh, looked over, never got a real shot, uh, didn't have the measurables. Throw him out there because I know exactly what Drew Locke is and what he does and what he's capable of. And now I know what Teddy's capable of. I'm not really sure. Like, there's the only the only hope, not for hope of a future of he's the next um, Tom Brady, but the hope of, like, a spark. A guy who you can have, you know, belief that he can build you back up. You can win with him. Again, just win games while you're fighting. We uh, finding, I we said here we did it with Gerald a caller today. The, the question was name a quarterback worth a damn. Okay, and we came up with you. Tell me if there's any more. Brady, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Kyler. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, Matt Stafford, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Russell Wilson, and Dak Prescott. Yes, there's Trey Lance unknown and Baker's um, controversial. Okay. Okay. If you don't have one of those eleven guys, you don't matter. You're irrelevant. You're obsolete. You hey, you might as well not even exist. Yeah. You might as well not even. It's like, like all. I of these guys in the list here. Let's see here. Okay, check this out. Is Aaron Rodgers on that list? Did I mention Rodgers? I had to have. I feel like it's a foregone conclusion. If you didn't actually name him, he's he is worth a damn. Everybody knows of that. Course he, he owns is. the it entire city of Chicago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, yeah, I do have Rodgers on that list. Of those guys, Brady changed teams. Okay. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen was drafted, and Lamar Jackson was drafted. When wouldn't you know, Broncos passed on both of those guys. Yep. Okay. Josh, oh, Josh Allen at seven number, all the greatest blunder. If there was a way to, for the Broncos to extend that greatness, it was Josh Allen, and they missed on that. Okay. 
They missed on that. So, oh, well, everyone passed on Lamar Jackson. Oh, well, really? How cool it would have been to have Bradley Chubb and have traded back into 32, 31, wherever the Ravens landed Lamar Jackson and drafted the incredible athlete in Lamar Jackson. That's the right answer, okay? It's easy to look back and see that now, but, like, those are the opportunities that were presenting themselves. Okay, so Brady, Allen, Lamar Jackson, theoretically, all could have been Broncos. In, in theory, because Brady moved teams. Yeah. Okay? I'm not talking about they could, uh, they could have drafted Brady 20 years ago. He played for Tampa Bay last year. It happened, you know? Uh, next. Still Ky- does. Kyler Murray. He was number one overall pick. He couldn't have had him. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Only Andy Reid was smart enough to see through the, um, what this guy was capable of, who people considered a first or second round pick. They moved up from 28 to 10 to get him. Okay. Give the guy some fucking credit, yeah. I mean, for real, in Andy Reid. Absolutely. So could the Broncos pull something like that off? No. 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 Okay. Um, Stafford? Yeah. They were in on Stafford. The problem is they're too dysfunctional and a poop uh, franchise, and a poop team right now for Stafford to want to have considered um, them over the Rams. The Rams are ready-made. They're going to, I think, go to the NFC Championship game and maybe win a Super Bowl. But, again, he was traded for. Okay? Could have had him. Um, you offer more, whether st- they let Stafford go where he wanted because of the respect for him and all that kind of stuff. If the offer was overwhelming, they take that respect stuff off the table and they take the extra first-round pick that they would have got from 100%. the Broncos. Okay? So are you willing to go that much for Stafford? Maybe, maybe not. Stafford here on this team, they'd have, won- they'd have been 4-2. and two. Maybe 5-1. and one. Okay? I believe that. Okay. Aaron Rodgers, and we'll add Russell Wilson in there. Both could have maybe been traded for last year. Mm-hmm. Okay? And if I'm the Broncos... I'd trade every fucking first-round pick that they allow me to trade for one of these guys. Because with these guys, you matter, you're relevant, all the holes that you have are filled up by guys like this. Um, And like when Peyton Manning was here, other players want to go play with those guys. Of course. Of course. Who wouldn't? They want to win. Guys want to win. Justin Herbert. Wasn't really available for the Broncos. Uh, Burrow wasn't on the table. He was the number one overall pick. Dak, they passed on because he missed a flight. They liked Dak. They liked Dak. They said, people said, as much as Paxton. Um, Dak would have been the flyer. The, they would have drafted Dak in the second or third round. He went in the fourth. Um, they move up in the first round to draft Paxton. So, again, of these guys here, Brady, Allen, Lamar Jackson, Kyler, Mahomes, Stafford, Rogers, Herbert, Burrow, Wilson, and Dak. In theory, only Kyler, the number one overall pick, Burrow, who, I'm sorry, Herbert, who they didn't have a pick as high as seven that year, where he went six or seven, and Burrow, the number one overall pick, those guys are unattainable. Every other guy, Allen Lamar Jackson, uh, Josh Allen Lamar Jackson, they passed on those guys. Tom Brady, you don't think the Broncos would have spread their legs for Tom Brady and said, well, you know, give you anything you ever wanted, the richest guy, all that kind of stuff, he would have considered coming here? I'd say he would have. I really believe he would have come here. A franchise who's the only franchise in the NFL to have a winning record against him. Okay? Take that for data, you know? Um, And then, uh, again, um, Rodgers and Wilson. I mean, my point is, get one of these fucking quarterbacks. Wilson or, or Russell Wilson may have played his last down there, okay? If I'm John Elway, I'm already talking to Russell Wilson. You're a has-been there. You've been passed by. You're a, a has-been in your own division. Come to Denver 
and win two championships in your twilight like I did. And yeah. like me, solidify yourself as one of the greatest of all time. That can happen here in Denver. You'll reinvent yourself. They'll love you all over again here. You'll be appreciated all over again here. The spotlight will be on the Broncos because the NFL likes to spotlight franchises like the Broncos, legacy brands. Whatever it takes. Three first-round picks. Oh, three first-round picks for that guy? Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Instead, let's just draft Bradley Roby, Shane Ray, and... Fuck any other first round pick from all the, the, the you know this this tenure and era of guys that we've never found a superstar out of. Not Garrett Bowles, uh, not the value uh, project pieces in um, in Shane Ray, not the quarterback in in Paxton Lynch was one of the biggest bust in NFL history for as little as a guy played before they were moved on from him. Um, First-round picks might seem like diamonds, bricks of a diamond, bricks of gold. Fuck it. They're nothing as compared to not having a quarterback. And if you're going to have those those first-round picks, the next year, I, I mean, this is like radio chatter that, like, you look like a silly asshole for saying when you're, like, a radio DJ guy when you're saying, I, I told him after Paxton, the next year, draft Deshaun Watson in the first round. Draft Deshaun because they they passed on him. Yep. Draft Deshaun Watson back to back quarterbacks in the in the uh, uh, in the first round for yeah it's unheard of it'd be unheard of. I love Deshaun Watson and those are the gambles you have to take on yourself. Fuck I do it every year, Danny Bailey. Until I swear I found the right quarterback. I'd be drafting quarterbacks number one like it's going out of style. And until they were dude, drug me out of the crazy home for doing it because that's the only way to get you a Burrow, um, a Herbert, a. Um, uh, a, a Stafford who was the number one overall, a, a Kyler, you know? These guys are so unattainable. There's only 10 of the 11 of these guys we, we named here, and Trey Lance might be 12. There's 32 teams, 30 teams? Yeah, 32. Those the other 18 teams, they don't matter. You ain't going nowhere, period. Yeah, no, it's ugly. Um, it's ugly right now because, they, like you said, there have been a lot of guys that they had a shot at. And quarterback is that important. I think you're right. If you don't make it a priority to draft those yeah. guys, yeah, it's great to have high-end defensive talent, but you can bring that in after the fact. We've seen that here. And in reality, the problem is no one in this organization cares enough right now to make it happen. That's why the ownership is so enough, important. Strong, willing enough, powerful enough with the power yeah. struggles. They're, this is a, a franchise in distress and dismay Absolutely. right now. But and I want to go back to something you said early on. Tom McMahon, not the answer. Oh my to God. fire him, that's not the answer. Not at all. Because you got to fire Pat Shermer. Yeah, he's Fire the, the OC goat. because and this is an <laughs> offense that ran the ball 12 times with their two running backs last night against wow. the Browns. 12 Rushing All you had to attempts. do was just stay in the game to make it a one-possession game at the yeah. end was just run the ball. Yeah. Run the ball. We said That's all the Browns did. We said run the ball 30 times yesterday. 12 times? Yeah. Disgusting. For a, for a quote-unquote old-school guy who that oh, should be part of his game, get him out of here. Big He's got to be gone. Like, no, no, He's no. got to be gone. Run the ball. No, 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 no. Run the ball. Yeah. Teddy Bridgewater. Who's on a busted leg, a leg that was already had to be maybe sewn, not even sewn back onto his body before yeah. to put him out there through that? That's that's behind a know, crap man. offensive line. That's almost line like too. a Shanahan running RG three out there on the bum leg. Mm-hmm. Be smart. Be smarter than that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, okay, 
that's like the end of the podcast. I'm not. I don't hate to go out on a low note like that because I think a lot of people listen to the Broncos Blitz podcast. For one, if you listen to it all the time, you know what's up. There might be like the Broncos um, Sunshine and Rainbows podcast where like Ryan Edwards here texts uh, or tweeted earlier today. Imagine if the Broncos only started games faster or played first halves better like they did second halves. What's the point of the tweet? Broncos country tonight. <laughs> what the is the fucking like? So I uh, retweeted, yeah, and if my aunt had a wiener, she'd be my uncle, bro. Yep. They suck. This team sucks. A lot of ifs. Ifs is like, oh, man, ifs. The if game. Don't do it, and we're not going to do it. And we love the Broncos as much as anybody. I freaking love these guys, okay? And I'm. It's. It's. this is the lowest point in the, my life, my adult, my existence, that in the roughest patch that they've ever been through, the lowest point. It's hard to accept. It's hard to stomach. These are new feelings I've had. Mm-hmm. All, you know what I mean? It's like I'm usually breaking up with them, Danny Bailey. I don't know this feeling of breaking up with me. It hurts. Um, but I believe, and I say this stuff all the time, and now I got my own guys, my own listeners, my own clones throwing it in my face. Can't use that uh, brand stuff anymore, that, um, you know, that tradition, thick and rich tradition stuff, you know, I'm like that I keep using that yeah. the Broncos have. The further away from you get, the harder it is to come back. We're going to bounce back next week. We're going to put a smile on our faces. No and doubt. we're going to go talk. This podcast is still the Broncos Bliss podcast. We'll still talk about the games the week to week to week. But we're big picture thinkers. We're going to try to solve the problem. I need to talk about the next great coordinator. I need to talk, talk about the next great quarterback. I got. We need to come up with a game plan to turn this thing around, and that's what this thing's about. Not about the uh, Washington next week. Oh yeah. Well, if they win, they're four and four, Danny. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Another if there, huh? Yeah. Another big if, like a big wiener. That if my aunt had that big wiener on her, she wouldn't be my aunt. She'd be my uncle. And with what they do today with technology and surgeries, you know, do, put wieners Anything's anywhere, possible. whatever you want. Yeah. Wiener, Gina, whatever. All right, Danny Bailey, great job today. As usual. Yeah, Jerry. we got Jerry Judy to look forward to, a, pl- a players-only meeting. Yeah. Maybe gets a little pride back out there on the field for the Damn, Broncos. But um, meeting. Ooh. Yeah. Well, it sucks, but you know That's what? Good sign. The coaches aren't going to do it because yeah. they suck. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Um, Where are you at on Twitter? At DBailey5280 on Twitter. How do you find the podcast? Like other places? Say you just ran into it on like the Mile High Sports app or MileHighSports.com. Is it other places? Yeah, use the app. Use the website because they're both great. But also Stitcher, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Yeah, Spotify. It's everywhere. Podcast. Don't get download, rate, review. That's us Listen to us. it. It's every day. This was like every a, day of the week. This was kind of like a vent podcast a little bit. I feel better a little bit now, actually. Yeah, 100%. And I think if you listen, maybe you will too. I mean, like we went out on a low note. We have nothing to feel better about. We're not getting Props better. Props to Dearness Johnson. What a great story. Uh, yeah, that's for sure. Um, damn. For them Just to, trying to add a little more positivity. For, I know, but for them to know <laughs> that it's coming, that he's coming, and to not be able to stop it. Yeah. Total embarrassment, but um, we'll Broncos country. I don't think we'll be down for long. A lot of big changes will be happening this offseason, maybe from all the way at the top to all the way at the bottom and all the way through. Let's hope. So that's exciting, actually. The, it like, is. The unknown is a little bit exciting. Scary, but exciting. So uh, great job, Danny Bailey. I'm Danny Williams. We appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night.